Abomination is the next month-long milestone character. In this video, we're discussing what you need to do right now to prepare. Is Pocket Dimension really coming back this month? And the Bionic Avengers here, are they living up to the hype? We're discussing these items and a lot more in this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. This week, I am joined by my brother, Mr. Hartgrave, who is appropriately dressed for the occasion. And if you're ready for it, Mr. Hartgrave, let him know what to do, my brother. Let's go smash it! Alley flying. Hello, Valley Maniacs. I am Valley Flying. I hope you're having a great day. Welcome to the Valley Flying channel and this edition of your Marvel Strike Force Weekly News Update. If you this is your first time here, we do this every single week, talking all about the ups and downs in Marvel Strike Force, and there's a lot of them. And uh, yes, if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, hit that subscribe button because we got at least five Marvel Strike Force videos per week on this channel. This is a longer video than we normally do, so uh, if you're looking for specific topics in this video, make sure you check out the timestamps down below. And if you're listening to the podcast version of this, Make sure you give it a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to it. But without further ado, our guest this week is our brother from the dark side, Mr. Hartgrave, who's looking a little more colorful than usual. How are you, Mr. Hartgrave? Uh, doing pretty good. I hear you're a little more salty in Marvel Strike Force than uh, you have in some of the past videos. If, is, did Archangel make you mad, brother? No, I, I don't. I don't think it's that. Uh I, I think it's just that the game in general is lacking some gameplay right now. Uh, we all miss Tower, Pocket Dimension, these sorts of things, you know, uh, engaging content. Doom 3 raids are nice, but uh, I don't feel like I'm really... I feel like I'm actually playing raids less now because we're we're hitting lower percentages. 30%, percent, yeah, not, yeah, not going for that 100. I, I feel you. I, I log in like a couple times uh per day to do the doom three raids i do a couple nodes and that's all we're doing so I, I i feel you on that one i do want to get your progress update on what you guys are doing on doom three we will get to that but the first item i want to discuss today is probably the most exciting thing that's uh, i've been using in marvel strike force and that is the new exciting bionic avengers supposedly they are the solution to tech in the doom raids and uh, every report i've seen on this team is very very positive now as you can see i just got the iso 8 for them and they're pretty low so even in even at this awesome team they're not surviving in doom 3 right now but i know you're you're a hardcore raid person have you tried this team and if so are they living up to the hype for you mr hartgrave yeah, I haven't personally. Um, I'm free to play, so I haven't unlocked Deathlock. I haven't okay. unlocked Hulk, Hulkbuster. Uh, but my alliance has. Okay. Um, everybody on the left-hand side. Everybody on the right-hand side gets to hold off a bit because we don't get tech until, like, the last section. So mm. until, we, until we start 100%ing, we don't really need it. But okay. those on the left-hand side, they have built it up, I think, around 700K. Okay. It starts... You know tearing up the 3.2 and the 3.3 no issues um so yeah i think it has lived up to what it's supposed to do it works very very well on the doom 3 raid so like like i said mine is only about 400k yeah and they got through the first wave they didn't beat the whole node but they got through that first tech wave at that 400 level you see how low they are all level 75 and 
Yeah, 700k, I think they're going to be good. I was impressed with what they did at 400k, though. They're not, they're not able to beat the nodes, but even at that low level, I'm, I'm impressed with what they do. So I guess the answer to the question is yes, they are living up to the hype. They are as good as they were built. Now, I think one of the biggest questions that people have, because there's a lot of different ways to put the ISO 8 on this team. What do you think the best ISO 8 is uh, that you're hearing about? As you can see, for me right now, I have them all Raider except for Hulkbuster with that Striker tag. I think eventually I'm going to want to put uh, Striker also on Viv Vision, but this is what I have right now. I've also heard some people going all Raider or uh, some different combos. What are, what are some combos that you're hearing about that have been really effective for some of your alliance mates or some of the uh, followers of your channel? Yeah, that's curious. I think everyone's going to agree with Striker on Hulkbuster, yeah. with, with some exceptions. I think that one makes a lot of sense. I don't think there's a lot to be said about it. He's just kind of all damage, so Striker makes sense. I don't hear a lot of argument for Raider on Iron Man and Deathlock either. I think those are key ones. I mean, with hearing Raider. any dissenting ISO 8 uh, classes for those two characters. Yeah, I agree with Raider on Iron Man, uh, just because he, gets, he gives crit... Uh, chance and damage to everybody but he himself like a little extra crit damage um to the point where it's kind of nuts plus with all the energy flying around he's going to kind of constantly be using his special mm. which is an area effect attack and so you're going to get the most out of raider when he's kind of specialing every round doing hopefully crit damage every round so i agree with that um yeah. Who is there? Are there Raider? Deathlock, Death I think uh, most people are in agreement. Raider is a class. Have you been hearing any other classes okay. for Deathlock? All right. For Deathlock, I know why people want to put Raider on him. I think it's a classic mistake of what we do when we put Raider on characters because it's only his basic that benefits from Raider, right? On crit. Uh, yeah, that. Um, look, there's enough energy flying around on this team anyways. And I don't think this is a team that where you're really going to hit the basic button very much on because they're constantly getting energy. This is a team where you're going to be using specials and ultimates almost exclusively and not really using the basic at all. So for Deathlock, I would lean more towards Striker. And the oh. reason why is because he does passive damage. And when you have a character that does passive damage like Kestrel, Ghost Spider, um, extra damage that you're going to get from Striker on their passive um is going to outweigh the oh, damage I, the, that, that's gonna I forgot come about i forgot about the damage here okay yeah um that does make sense i think i think it's not just for the crit damage on the basic though i think it's the overall damage of the team and uh i, I can't remember which one gives them more damage the raider or the striker i haven't really looked into those numbers but i think i think people are doing that just for the overall damage that he gets and not necessarily if, the basic if there is no deflect on the board Raider is slightly better, very slightly, like 0.2% okay. better than Striker. Now, now, if there's any deflect at all, Striker's going to win out every time. Okay. Because when there's deflect, you can't crit. All the damage goes away. All the benefits go away. Raider can be entirely nullified by one person dropping a boost in war. So maybe in raids, Raider... No, maybe maybe you have it worked out where there's not a lot of deflect down, but in pretty much every other game mode, 
there's deflect all over the place and Raider's going to get shut down pretty hard. So that's why, you know, another reason why I go right. Striker more than Raider. Okay. All right. So the damage, the damage part does make sense. Striker over Raider. What I, what the other hesitancy I would have for Striker for Deathlock is uh, if you put Striker on him, that means you're not getting as much strikes from Hulkbuster, which is going to get the barrier and you're not going to get as much strikes from Viv Vision, which is going to give deflects. So... If you put that striker on him, he's not doing enough. So, I don't know. I, I guess you're going to have to experiment and see which one works for you. All right, let's move on to Vision, though. And I know you got a big synergy combo between Viv Vision and Normal Vision. you think that is worth it enough to try to get that triple tap when uh, Viv Vision does her move and get that assist from Vision and a back for Viv Vision? Going striker, skirmish, or combo with that? Or like i've done and just left him as raider to increase that crit damage and then uh see what happens with viv vision not worry about that triple tap yeah i don't think it's really worth it to go for that they're not really going to be your damage dealers in fact for both of them i would recommend skirmisher uh with skirmisher uh, now, all is, the that, is that is that initially before yeah. they're all built before they have that focus or even after they have that focus to put that skirmisher tag on them because i've heard i've heard skirmisher for viv vision until she gets up and gets her focus up then going with striker i'm just going with skirmisher all the time look i've, okay. I've learned my lesson we all used to have zemo as raider right we all remember that yeah. everybody yes. had zemo as raider and then at a certain point we all had to turn him into a skirmisher because his ability blocks the focus um, that makes sense that makes sense maybe this works today Maybe today Raider is fine, but eventually you're going to switch the team to Skirmisher, so I'm just going to do it right now. I did the same thing with the Web Warriors. I'm happy I did it. Uh, they've never had a problem landing their debuffs. And you got to think outside of Raid as well. Um, I think when it comes to Scourge, Skirmisher really wins out over Raider as well because you're going to remove uh, buffs. Skirmisher as well. People tend to forget about that, that Skirmisher yeah. removes buffs. And um. I think the team does have some buff removal in it, but extra buff removal is always nice. Okay. Now, Viv Vision, you're going with, uh, you said you said Skirmisher for both of them. Skirmisher for both of them. Okay. Okay. Uh, that That is what I have right now. I uh, do need to do a little more experimentation. Obviously, with a team at the proper level to get my final recommendations. Are those your final recommendations, or that's just uh, what you theory grafting or you hear is what's working for no that, that's right that's now. What i'm locking in you know i've okay, already taken okay. them up uh, for the ones i have unlocked I've, I've taken them up to blue isotope 8 i'm pretty sold on it although uh blue isotope 8 level 3 isn't that big of an expenditure i think you can switch that around pretty easy yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's the level four the yeah you're more four. locked that's in when you've the, the level four, four problem that's the that's when it becomes a problem oh you want to see you want to see a horrible mistake i accidentally did oh no not even on a horseman team oh no yeah <laughs> yeah I was in the middle of upgrading him, I'm like, and I stopped and I came back, I'm like, oh, upgrade. Oh, shoot, that was, that, oh, no. <laughs> so, all right, so that is what I did. Don't make that mistake. Don't put any level four blue on them, but uh, I guess I, got, I, guess I got could... four blue all on my squirrel girl because this was before oh. the horseman. Oh, we knew the apocalypse. Oh, I think, you know, right I, I, think I, might have, I think I might have done that as well. Oh. I feel so bad about that. At least, at least I don't have Rogue at seven stars, so she still has a little Scourge Apocalypse value for me. All right. Before we move on to some other teams, before we move off of this uh, Bionic Avengers team, I do want to get your recommendation quickly. Uh, what is your T4 priority? As you see, for Iron Man, I've done special and passive 
What are what are your uh, T4s for Iron Man that you're recommending? Anything else or just those two as far as yeah. bare minimum? I can make this real quick for you. Okay. Every single one. Every all of them for Iron Man. Tier, when, it's in, when it's a raid team, it's it's all of them. They're going to cycle through all okay. the abilities. They're all well, going to get let's used. Say, let's say you're like me. Simple. That's kind of... Uh, that, it, it, that has that T4 crunch right now, and you can't yeah, afford to do all of them. The what, what, would you, what would you say is the most uh, necessary ones? This right. is what I chose, especially in the passive. Where, where are you going with this? I mean, that makes sense. Um, I, th I think across the board, if you're doing specials and passives, because, the because all right, you got to keep in mind the team's always getting energy, right? Yes. So, like I said, I don't think you're really going to be using the basics. I don't think you're really going to hit that button very much because the energy is just, you're always going to be. Except for Hulkbuster. <laughs> I guess so. I wouldn't worry about well, it. Well, from, from his, from his uh, assistant counter chance. All right. So. Yeah. Yeah. So you get a little, it's like a little bit of extra bonus you get from doing the basics, but I think your, your biggest bang for your buck is going to be the passives and the specials. Ultimates are good too, but they're going to have a little bit longer of a cooldown. But if you have your specials done, you can just kind of wail on those every turn. And if they're upgraded, you're going to get more out of it. Now, I now I did the special passive for Vision. I also did the ultimate. This gives them one ability energy for adjacent Bionic Avenger allies. Also, does a little more damage. Would you still do this one if you were T4 crunched? Uh, yeah, I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Okay, so if yeah. you're in the Doom 3... Every single tier four, like that advice okay. holds. If okay. you're doing the Doom <laughs> one, if you're doing the Doom one, I, I don't know. Maybe just the passives is fine, and maybe okay. you don't need anything because the team is overpowered. It's crazy overpowered. Yeah. So you know you might not need the tier fours. You might build. I don't know what else you're saving them for. This is the best uh, team for the tech section of the Doom raid, and is going to be for two years. If there's any team worth dumping all the yeah. tier fours into, it's this team. It's really good. I like that comment you made. It's, it's probably going to be for two years. At the pace that they're releasing these teams, they're going to be they're they're going to be struggling eventually in in whatever raids we have. But it's still going to be the best option for a while. Yeah. Uh, Deathlock, I did the basic and the ultimate. I don't think his passive is that great. 100% damage for more, the most injured enemy. This is the only passive I don't like on this team. Uh, moving on to Viv Vision, did the ultimate and the passive there. I don't remember. Yeah, this the special is just damage for her. Whereas the ultimate for her gives her uh, damage to the primary targets, but flipping all negative effects instead of two. With yeah, that, yeah. Uh, whenever you're there, going so. from a number to all, that's usually an essential upgrade. That all right, so point. ultimate and passive for Viv Vision and Hulkbuster, we did three of them. Could I have skipped the special or the ultimate, in your opinion? The I would special, say the ultimate. The you're special use adds, the, adds a little bit more barrier, 10% extra barrier, a little bit more damage. And then the ultimate also adds barrier. It adds 15% uh, more barrier and 60% more damage. I guess maybe maybe the barrier is not as important. And if you just were you know, building this character, just the passive, would you would you do either the special or the ultimate or skip both? Both of them. It's if really going to depend, uh, you know, what level of Doom Raid you're doing. Like, okay. if you're in the Doom 3, you're not going to be able to skip these. You're going to need everything. If you're in the Doom 1, you probably don't need either. You probably are going to be fine because this team is crazy. Just full auto, even at that 400k level. Yeah, yeah, I would assume. Uh, let us All know right. down in the comments. Are you in the Doom 1 using this team? Is it just destroying it? That would be oh, great. I, I, I want to go do the, the Doom Greek, 1. I destroyed the Greek Raid with this great. team. <laughs> The Greek was no problem with this team. Now we're talking. Just simmed it so easily with this team.
<laughs> All right, but let's move on. This is the newest character in the game. We had an offer for Hulkbuster. Uh, as you can see, if you if you did not uh, join my stream the next morning, I actually uh, got a five red in the Hulk after my initial orb pull of two red stars on Hulk. But uh, uh, Hulkbuster, excuse me. Now, as as far as what you're hearing, since you have not unlocked him yet, is he useful? And, and just looking at his kit. In your opinion, is Hulkbuster useful outside of raids or outside of this Bionic Avengers team? I hear they're pretty good in war in a full team, but does he have any use at all outside of the Bionic Avengers? Wow, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I don't... There, You see, the problem with tech is that there haven't been tech characters in years. Um, what's the, well, the last good tech character we got was Lady Deathstrike, right? And maybe T'Challa. T'Challa was pretty but good. They don't uh, really, Kate, Bishop, Kate Bishop was good. They don't really synergize with much. There's no one really driving that. Um, our tech legendaries are Shuri and Iron Man and uh, Dr. Octopus. Oh. And they don't really, they don't really, you know, play well with others. So I don't think Hulkbuster really, like you could put them on a power armor team, I guess. But who, that's kind of crazy. And and they don't really, you know, give bonuses outside of their uh, their team anyway. So I think he's kind of isolated too. Just by Bionic Avengers. Yeah. Now I'm oh. hearing they're very good in rule war. Destroys the Asgardians, even though they're not a, a war offense team. Are you hearing about any other game modes for these guys? Here's something interesting, though. I believe oh. Bionic Avengers do count as Avengers. Yes, they're all so Avengers. They don't have that. They, they don't have that tag here in the game, yeah. but they all have that tag in the background. Every single Avenger, Young Avengers, everybody does have that tag in the game. So yeah, if you're a new player and I don't know, for some reason, if you just have Hulkbuster, right? Like you might be able to um, to get something out of, you know, pairing her, uh, pairing him with Black Widow, I guess. I think she has. Yeah, she her her buffs hit Avengers. So her buffs- Not just wave hit. ones. Okay. Yeah, her buffs would hit Hulkbuster if you're so inclined. All right. That all could right. actually be, there could be something there. I mean, Black Widow's um, special is actually pretty great as it uh, it clears negative effects. It gives you stealth. It gives you speed up. Um, so it's another alternative to give speed up to the team if you're lacking in speed for any reason in the arena and in Cosmic Crucible or in War. Okay. And, and she does have that wave one of energy tags for the War uh horseman coming up i've heard that falcon's actually a little better than hulkbuster on war offense have you okay. tried these guys out at all on war offense and if so what uh what was your results uh no i haven't tried it out but i i get the theory because what you're doing is if you're replacing hulkbuster with falcon now now keep in mind you're losing a lot of health yeah. hulkbuster gives a lot of health passively to the team yeah. So I guess you're hoping to get the kill before you need that health. And, um, you know, I guess you're using Falcon because you're already using Cable. You're already using Emma, other places who would also speed up the team. I don't think Falcon is actually doing that much, though, other than that initial speed boost. But he doesn't, His like I was saying, like his um, power armor tags don't really hit the rest of the team and vice versa. Mm. They, they're not really that compatible. Okay. I haven't tried them out yet. I have not tested that, but that was a question that uh, the Valley Club wanted me to ask you. Uh, last question. What do you think of the size of Hulkbuster? 
I mean, you said it before. The full Iron Man suit is supposed to fit inside of Hulkbuster, but uh, it doesn't look. It looks actually really good here when you don't compare with other here. characters. When you had him on the field, though, he's the same exact size as Iron Man. Do you think they're ever going to fix that, or is just going to be a mini Hulkbuster to counter the mini Hulk? I get why it is the way it is because there's only so tiny. much. Because Hulk space. is tiny. Oh, I thought it was because Hulk is tiny, so the Hulk Buster is also tiny. I thought it's because of the Hulk problem. I don't think it's that, but it might be okay. connected to the same problem. You know, there's okay. only so much footprint a character is allowed to take up on the battlefield. Okay. So that it, you know, fits and you don't have... What about they make all the, the other characters. characters smaller so that Hulk and Hulk Buster can be bigger? Right? Uh, but yeah, as out? I'm saying that, as I'm saying that, I'm thinking of the problems that you can't see the characters maybe because they're going to be too yeah. small. So, all right. I yeah, don't I guess, know. I, I right. wish that there was a more creative... Like, all right. I, like, I think we'd have to go so far back in the development process on this. Um, because whoa, whoa, what should whoa, whoa. happen... This is a very fragile framework, Mr. Hart. I know. They go back in the development it. process. You can break everything again. <laughs> I think what you would need to do with, with, what, with the tools that they currently have without totally remaking the combat engine. Yeah. Is a character like Hulkbuster or Hulk would take up two spots. You would have a four-person team. You'd have oh. to make Hulkbuster that good. But oh. that would make you feel really impactful, wouldn't it? If they took up two spots that and they were be, worth That would characters. be cool. They would have to have that kit to justify that, but that yeah. would be interesting. I, I, I don't know if I would be necessarily opposed to that. All right, I, we're I would about think it would be really fun. I, th like, I think it would be as well. Right. That, would have had, that would have had to have happened back when they designed this thing. And I no, don't think they, they, they can't do that now. The, the framework is yeah. too fragile. And too many things have been added on top of and pieced on top of that to uh, do that now. It, the whole game would break. We would, get, we would get gold game. Character. We would get Thanos giving again. We would get all these uh, bad things again. <laughs> all over again. We would open Pandora's box and all hell would break loose. But no, it would, it would be really cool if big characters actually felt big. And, yeah. you know, existed. Feeling the their game. impact rather than the small characters. I get it. I get it. I agree with you. But we've talked about Power Ride, Bionic Avengers for so long. Let's let's move on to Doom 3. As you can see, our alliance went back to get the first time rewards for Doom 1. But normally we're yeah. in Doom 3. What is your yeah. progress right now in Doom 3? We are currently doing 30%, except for today, except for except when we got to record the videos. Normally we're doing 3.2. Where are you guys at? At 30%. So where, where are you guys are, at right now? You're living my dream. I want to do the Doom 1. I don't want to do this. Me, I man. don't want this day. I think this is uh, because some of the newer alliance members didn't get the first time rewards. I think I actually got the first time rewards. So this Come is just on. a waste. This is just a wasted teal oh, war for me. To that, that's going to be fun to throw uh the tech team into that though they're gonna yeah, tear it will, it will it will today, is, today my tech team is gonna smash get it <laughs> all right so what <laughs> is what is your progress report though it's it's i'm assuming it gets way better than mine uh yes we we did we we are just now hitting 60 percent on the 3.3 okay uh, let me give you an up to the date uh total here we actually have 71 percent on the 3.3 nice um, so yeah, especially one of our teams, they were they went really hardcore and they did like eighty five percent on their own. So Ooh. good, good job on those guys. And is that a daily um, thing? Sixty percent on Doom three point three. We're gonna push into the three point four. What it looks oh. like, um, if this is correct in game, is it looks like hitting sixty percent on the difficulty three will unlock difficulty four. Now that's a new okay. thing. Okay. Um, and and then we'll 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 attempt to do thirty percent on the three point four daily, which should be possible. All right, that's that's getting you more teal orbs, brother. Like one, I one so total. excited there. It's, it's, a it's whole, amazing. One one per day though. That's seven one. per week. 
30 and nothing per else month. changes though. No, no extra credits, no extra orange orbs, no extra tier fours. It's literally one teal elite orb. And that's a, that's an extra teal orb at 30% over the previous 60%. Uh, well, it's the, it would be actually the same thing. Oh. I think, less I notes. think more so. time I back. Want, I just, more time back. You could do one or you know, two or three back. nodes the whole day instead of doing extra nodes. So yeah, so you, it, you get it, less. It, you get your time back. You're getting time, yeah. not necessarily be, resources. Uh, quality of life. It just well, actually, I yeah. think all right at difficulty four, you actually get two more teal uh, orbs at thirty percent. So I think we will actually still net one extra teal orb for thirty oh, percent. That's worth it. That's Is worth it? it. It is. It is. 30 <laughs> per month, brother Hardgrave. Come on now. Oh, man. Think of this. Expand it to these right. large numbers. That's 365 extra teal orbs per year that you're getting just by doing the next rate up. You know, it's worked out for Blue Isotope 8. Um, I don't want for Blue Isotope 8. I think I have over 500 Blue Isotope 8 orbs because I've been in an alliance that's pushing Doom Raids as soon as they've launched. Um, so maybe that will translate to these elite teal orbs which it won't yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see ho we'll hopefully hopefully it does make a difference maybe maybe it uh i don't know i don't know i was, I was trying to think of something positive we'll i haven't see opened it, one i haven't even opened one of them i have no idea what's even inside of them i think i opened some there's no there's no uh uniques there's no gear 16 and 17 uniques but those that there's all the other stuff all right okay. Moving on from this, let's talk about the stealth buffs that happened to Doom 3.3, which, let's be honest, these stealth buffs made it where they should be because I don't know if you guys were aware, previously, Doom 3.2 was at a normal level, but Doom 3.3, some of the buffs weren't being applied, and Doom 3.3 was actually easier at one point before these stealth buffs went on than Doom 3.2. Now, as this person stated, it makes sense for Doom 3.3 to be harder because it's the harder raid. Uh, this person has a problem because about 30 alliances recently pushed 3.2 to 100% to get to 3.3, to get to the, to get that extra orb that you're talking about, and now they buffed it. So that it's uh, actually where it should be. Do you have a problem with them buffing this, or do you have a problem with them buffing it stealthily, or no problem at all? I verge on no problem at all, and yeah. And, and yeah, I, I, I have a video out right now on my channel if you want to check that out with my unfiltered uh, thoughts on this uh, particular Reddit post. Oh, we're getting your filtered thoughts. Awesome. Yeah, my filtered thoughts. Are, okay, oh yeah, uh, the PG you know, version of Hardcore. Like I just said, you know, spending 20,000 cores as an alliance to go get one extra teal orb a day, that doesn't make any s It's not worth it. Like it was well, never worth well, it. Well, why do you put it like that? That that does seem excessive, but just pushing. I, I understand pushing, okay. but not not spending this that many cores for yeah, one orb a day. But, make any sense. but pushing so did, for fun. They, that I want to do that. I want to do these that. alliances did something that doesn't make any sense for no reward, and they now feel abused by the game. I would argue that they abuse themselves. Uh, <laughs> well, no all right, all right, so. If the salty Mr. Hargrave is responding to salty Reddit like this, then, uh, yeah, I guess this is not that big of an issue if, uh, if that's your I mean, I mean, look, I, I do agree with compensation for it, though. At the end of the day, they broke this. It was broken from day one. I think the accurate and, and compensation that should be sent out to all affected alliances, any alliances running Doom 3 raids, 
should be one elite teal orb per day that it was broken. That's whoa, whoa. Going. Okay, I like that. I like it's that. I don't think, I don't think you're anyway. going to do that, but I like that. I like that. No, Listen, Scoping, no. come on. Give yeah. us a bone here. Give us a bone on that. All right, we'll, we'll see what happens with this. I think they're going to do nothing. I would love it if they did that extra <laughs> orb per day, though. All right, let's move on because we've had some question. We were talking about ISO 8 level 4, and I guess the big question that we have from the community right now is should you be putting level 4 ISO 8 on any characters right now? Because once these horsemen teams come out, full horsemen teams with Apocalypse, they may change. Mm. So, And at that time, we may have a big influx of ISO 8 blue level 4 or level 5s, and it may not matter. But at this point, we're getting only very little bit of these uh, ISO 8 blue level 4. So for your horsemen teams, which are currently the dark hold teams and the unlimited X-Men, soon to be the gamma team as well, would you level up any of your characters to level 4 ISO 8 blue at this point now or just wait to see what their final form is? Give you that benefit now or wait to save resources and see what their uh, final best class will be? Yeah, I think it depends on the character. Um, some of them I'm pretty set on, and I have taken um, a few of the Darkhold to level four blue. Um, but, you know, other characters I'm not as set on. Like, yeah, I'm in no rush to put, like, level four blue on Scarlet Witch, right? Okay. Um, that's not even going to help me right now. There's no and it, Honestly, it won't help you with anything except that that yeah. event requirements. That's it. That's so it. It'll be like Winter Soldier. Like the day that it happens, I'll stick it on there begrudgingly and curse about it and then move on with my life, you know? Um, and and that's and are you would you change the ISO 8 class? Like I know you left a lot of them at Skirmisher. Yeah. Because you think that's eventually where they end up. Would you just put them at Skirmisher right now or would you put your uh what is best for them and bring them up? Yeah, I think one of the big arguments is Morgan Le Fay. And yeah, Skirmisher might not be the best class for her. However, if she doesn't land her debuffs, she becomes almost useless. Yeah. So Skirmisher in the long run is probably something you can't get away from unless Apocalypse passively gives her like plus like like Jessica Jones levels of focus. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Which is possible. It could have that dumb of a design where well, Apocalypse. Oh my goodness, this is this is the most grinding we had to do for one single character ever. So yeah. that that it, it is possible. It is possible. Maybe maybe Apocalypse passively, you know, makes it so Morgan Le Fay always lands her buffs no matter what, no oh matter what her focus is. Her focus is irrelevant with this team when Apocalypse does I mean, on. Yeah. Now. I guess if you want to think about it that way, maybe don't put level four skirmisher on Morgan Le Fay. Me, I did it because my arena shard is tough. And if I don't have a seven red Morgan Le Fay with, four, uh, with level four blue isotope eight skirmisher on her, um, I'm not going to land any debuffs because that's what I'm going up against. That's what everybody's done. So Yeah, when I, I did that skirmisher as a temporary class because on paper, it looks like striker is the best class, but... I've never switched away from it because I, I need those debuffs to land. I need that extra focus. I've right. tried her as striker. I've tried her as raider. I can't. It just nothing lands. She's yeah. useless. Nullifies her. All right. So let me know in the comments what you guys are doing with your ISO 84 blue right now. Are you equipping it or are you waiting? I know a lot of people equipped him things previously based on uh, the information that we had. Now that we have this information for Apocalypse, are you equipping your ISO 84 uh, blue. 
All right, we have an event going on right now for Viv Vision, one of the Bionic Avengers. That is the hot craze. How many power cords are you spending per day on this event, Mr. Hardgrave? In conjunction with uh, your normal campaign energy, your normal ISO 8 energy, which, by the way, you should be saving. We're going to talk about why in yeah. uh, just a little bit. But uh, And then and then with the actual event, how much refreshes are you doing at that actual event? And has that changed what you're doing on your spending in other areas of the game? Yeah, I'm spending all of my cores on the event campaign. I'm spending 600 cores a day. Okay. I'm spending that as well, and I think I still am doing some of the campaign energy. So my my power cores are dwindling, and I, that may be a bad uh, thing for the upcoming event. Now, are, are you on pace to get that adamantium arm? Yeah, I'm wondering why you're so far behind. I'm at 75,000. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, think I, I, I think I missed open a few orbs. I don't know. Maybe you open more orbs than me. I know there's some nights. I know there's some nights that I fell asleep actually and didn't possible. <laughs> didn't get that extra extra energy. So there's there's I, a few I'm nights in a row. I'm for them to raise the cap on that event campaign energy because at 100 it's just way too low. Oh yeah, get it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had that cap back in the day when energy was also at 100 and energies yeah. went up with all these level caps and uh, campaign energy never did all right so uh yeah that's 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 what this is i think i'm gonna get it but uh, as you can see i'm a little behind where you are now let's talk about this event orb right now because this is for a campaign event uh this orb didn't look good in the beginning and as i've opened them they've seemed to get worse yeah. and worse and worse <laughs> this uh iron wheeled orb right here more. Oh yeah, I got I got four more here that I could open, so I got eight thousand yeah, more points dude, that I just that points. I'm that I'm banking. But uh, uh, look at these characters here, Mister Hartgrave. We got oh, Vision, which is the campaign, but no other unfarmable characters. And I guess maybe Silver Samurai, but he's like the most farmable unfarmable character ever in being in the Blitz Orb. Uh, is this is this the worst one that you can remember? It's pretty bad. Um, I mean, at least from a new player perspective, there are some characters in there that new players will be mean that they can get some shards from. So that's about as much of a positive slant as I can put on it. The other thing I can say on this is um, focusing, hyper focusing on this on this orb is, is uh, you know what we're doing right now because we're looking at it. But know that the rewards that come in the game can come in any way shape or form so maybe these shards are going to come to us on you know other milestones it doesn't seem to be but oh, i don't know you we know, may get more of vision shards we may get more shards that doesn't change the fact that this is a trash or it's, total trash oh. or my goodness <laughs> yeah it, it would have been nice to to have seen more characters represented in it or and usable in the campaign uh, i mean echo Kate Bishop, yeah. some of these older non-farmable characters, you know, that, that you know, jeez, yeah. that should be farmable at this point. Yeah, you All don't right. have to throw Cersei and Icarus in there because I understand why you wouldn't want to throw like, really powerful characters because you're trying to get people to kind of engage with the new campaign because these are the characters the well, same let's, characters let's you can use. Let's go back. I didn't even look at this Iron Will tag. Who should be in this orb here that uh, we could we could include in this Iron Will with this Iron Will trade? Man, I, I think Kate Bishop and Echo wouldn't wouldn't hurt anything. Okay, so we've got these as guardians. They've thrown some some of the newer characters. We got Deathlock in there. That would be nice to throw in there. Uh, we could have get some other characters these tags, but yeah, as far as the ones that do have this tag, these would have been nice. We got Vision in there, but all of the new hero as guardians, Deathlock, one of those characters would have been nice, or just extend this uh, tag because the tag is 
All right, all right. Here, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Mighty Thor, you've already been given like an extra 150 shards of her, right? Oh, yeah, maybe she was supposed to be this orb, and then because of their screw-up, they took her out. That's possible. That's all what right. I'm saying all about... Right. You got to think about these shards in the, in the greater terms. Like, I think we already got those Mighty Thor. I mean, I don't know how it works with them, but... It's definitely something to consider. Yeah, and I guess Deathlock, death we're getting, we got, we they, they want to Agatha sell that too. event. We I'm got sorry. 30 Agatha too, and maybe those rewards came out of this as well. I, I don't know. So every screw up, we get a worse and worse orb. There's been a lot of screw up. That's why we have, that is why we have such a trash orb. Now it makes sense, Mr. Harkev. I wasn't thinking about this in the right way. You got you to gotta look at the scopely screw ups. They don't screw up. We got a good orb. They screw up. Oh. They give us free stuff for that. Yeah. And it's at the expense of this orb. That Now I understand. Now it makes perfect sense to me. All right. But you know what doesn't make sense to me? Pocket Dimension. Why have we... Why do we keep getting these teases of Pocket right. Dimension? We've had it in the game a few months ago, and then it went away. We've had it in the game earlier this week, then it went away. We have an explanation that says it's coming later this month. I'm not sure if you believe it. Let me let me read this full statement and you tell me if you believe what is said here. The timer for Pocket Dimension was unintended because it did go live earlier this week. We removed the timer from in-game. We apologized that it appeared early. How early? My goodness, we have not seen a Pocket Dimension for months and months. Uh, it is now August. We've seen two this entire year, but we know we're gonna do a Pocket Dimension before the end of the month. Here's the here's the kicker though. As long as no unforeseen air issues surface, I, I think unforeseen air issues always surface at Scopely. So this is our out here to not doing this. At the time of this writing, we fully intend to bring it to you very soon, which was a couple days ago. It may have fully changed at this point because this was two days ago that he posted this. It will not be in this Friday's blog, however. But hopefully the following just before the month end. We appreciate everyone's patience. We know this is a highly desired event. Working diligently to put the finishing touches on this so you could be this by the end of the month. Do you believe your buddy Archangel here? Yeah, I would really like to know the full truth about what's going on. I mean, like, I mean, I, I, let me say, I believe he's communicating what was communicated yeah. to him. Full. I mean, yeah. and he. Do you think they're giving him the right information? Let me rephrase that question. I don't want to throw Archangel under the bus. Do you think they're, think do you think it, they're giving it, him the right information? If it was the case that because they gave you an extra mighty Thor calendar, they had to delay Pocket Dimension because they didn't want to give you that many, <laughs> that much gear, they would not let him say that. Oh my goodness. This is, it makes more sense. Why we have no power mode, why we have no Pocket Dimension, it's because all these bugs. They never get rid of these bugs. And they keep giving us stuff to to make up for it, and yeah, we we're getting less and less stuff. We're getting I no would rather dimension. Have, worse I would orbs. rather have tower mode run. A pocket dimension is ridiculous. It's no gameplay for me. Maybe some people get to enjoy. I don't. I've never heard anybody go like, "Oh, I've had such a great time doing pocket dimension." We no, want it's the rewards. rewards. It's the rewards. We want the yeah, rewards. I mean, it's it's like dark dimension. The first time you go through it, all right, that was cool, and you never do it again. The rewards are cool. They could bring the that thing, back and just the thing with rewards. power mode is I want them to run it just so I can play the game. I just want to. <laughs> I don't need rewards. I just want it to run so I can play the game. All right, I, I, we, we, we're going to talk about tower mode next. One more question about pocket dimension before we go. If this does come back this month, like uh, like was communicated to Archangel and he communicated back to the community, do you think that uh, this will include some Gear Seventeen rewards? Or some gear 16 rewards. I don't think we had any teal gear the last time. I think we did the first time. 
I don't think the second time for Pocket Dimension we had in Gear 16. So you think there could be some teal in this orb, some Gear 16 and 17 orbs now that we know the requirements for Apocalypse? I, I don't know. I think I would be happier if it was flooded with orange gear, especially for what Pocket Dimension's kind of geared towards, which seems to be more mid-game players. Okay. And I think mid-game players really need that orange gear right now That's more fair. than they need teal probably. That's fair. Well, hopefully some of these data mines reduce that. And it looks like all their focus on this orange gear, very minimal. It looks like they're trying to ease up these bottlenecks, but they're doing yeah. it at such a slow pace. Uh, but let's move on. We're, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. I do want to talk about tower mode. As you can see here, we had save squads for tower mode that I have not bothered to fill out because it is not returned. Why, do, why did they make this save squad tab? If it's not going to return, Mr. Hargrave, what do you think? What do you think was on their minds then, or has their goals changed? Yeah, I mean, it seems like the, it, uh, a scourge tab would have been a better tab to have, uh, in my opinion. Than more tower. useful. We're getting those back more. It's not but, even like it's not even how tower mode works. You can't make a tower mode roster. It's like you have to tailor your team for every team that you go against. You, you can for the first the first day. The I second, so. second, second, and maybe part of the second day after you're getting through some of the uh, tougher teams, though, it is a, it is a daily thing, but it makes the first day easily easier, I guess, right? You can just use your blitz roster. Well, my blitz, my blitz roster is like all over the place. I mean, some of these teams are not going to win. Look, look at my uh, Infinity Watch here for my blitz roster. It's, you know, all your teams are above. Uh, if all your teams are above 500k, I think you can blow through the first 40 floors of the tower pretty easily. All uh, right. Uh, no matter what those teams are. Well, hopefully, hopefully it returns soon because uh, like you, I did miss that. Let me know your thoughts, guys, your predictions. When do you think we're eventually going to get tower mode? Obviously, it's not going to be in August. Do you think we're going to get one in September in the next update, though? We Let's need it right now, right during these, right in between the scourges. Like, yeah, I really need it. The last time we ran tower, we ran it during the scourge. Suck. That I oh my goodness that I, you reminded me of that I forgot how fun. much grinding was done on that <laughs> during that oh, first quarter the first the first for Morgan Lefay that was a lot like, it's, it's and a it was extended and, and now oh it's, yeah. it's boring why why is that why are you dumping all your content at once why could it, like they could have just held that tower mode I, I this is I don't think they have a plan they're not this stuff through clearly. Well, they, they have a long-term plan. I guess uh, the short and medium term is uh, changes changes whatever. on a daily basis. Yeah, um, whatever whatever the money guys think is going to make the most money, even if it even if it just totally pisses off the community and makes them less money in the long term. All right, Nico's costume more more bugs, guys. Issues with Nico's costume. Currently, an issue obtaining Nico's costume. This was posted just 15 hours ago. The costume is obtained with his costume bits that are obtained from the strike pass, the new strike pass in the game. And uh, it is not in the costume store. Tomorrow morning, so it should be there today. Uh, it it should, is there it, now. It is I'm, there I'm now. looking okay. at it now. It's here now, yeah. All right. So where is their QA that they said they're going to revive? I mean, this is not a big issue. It's already fixed. But where, where, where is their QA? How come they did not catch this before it went live? We're the QA, man. I've seen it. Uh, we are the QA. We are. Right. You're right. Are You're right on that. You're right on that. <laughs> and I think I think it gives to the uh, bigger question here. Where where do we do with these costume credits? I mean, we haven't had a new one in the store since I think Phoenix End Song. Before that was 
a long time. I, I guess Phoenix and Song and the other Falcon costume came at the same time. Uh, where 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 do these costume credits go? When are we going to get more costume credits? We used to have more of these for free to play players. We're not getting a lot. Where did they go? How come we're not getting as much? And where, why are they not adding more costumes to the store? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was making money. And um, I think it's okay for me to say this. I mean, the, the, we know that they they have. There's no plans. There's there that it's not in the horizon. Okay. Like they're not coming. There's no costumes. Like we'll be lucky to see more costumes because people don't buy them. It doesn't. It doesn't I like mean. the costumes, but I just I like I, 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 I want to grind for the costumes. I don't want to yes. spend money, uh, especially for this Nico Minoru costume. This is, I like her normal. Outfit for some reason, though, Marvel Strike Force doesn't make enough millions of dollars for them to give us things like costumes for free. So uh, they're not interested. Well, well, we've we've got the we've got the Valkyrie one for free. Maybe maybe that's uh, you just gotta grind and uh, be there at an event. And if you miss the event, you're kind of screwed because. Taskmaster's never shown up again. Emma's never yeah. shown up again. A lot of these uh, other costumes never shown up. Again. Moon Knight, that that I don't even remember. I think that was a five dollar purchase and never came back and never went to the store. So what is going on with this? Yeah, yeah. This, this is a bunch. So let me know what you guys think. What do you want to happen with the costumes, or do you not care about it at all? Uh, let's move on to the next thing, and that is ISO eight refreshes, guys. Make sure you save them because. We have coordinated assault coming today, August 18th at server reset. Uh, anything else to do to prepare for this? I think this is pretty easy, but just don't do your core refreshes for uh, the ISO 8 campaign at this time. Any Anything else that you're doing to prep for this uh, coordinated assault, brother? Yeah, absolutely. There's a big thing you can do to prepare for this. So what? Uh, since this happens, what, twice a month now? We all know this happens twice a month now. Yes. Every day you get um, free ISO 8 campaign energy recharges. Yes. You can hold up to 500 of them in your inventory. Okay. So what you do is you let those build up between coordinated assault events and you can you can store, you can basically cap out at 500. Okay, Mr. Hargrave, if I don't have my Bionic Avengers at uh, the, the ISO 8 blue level 4 because they don't have the green on them, and I'm trying to get them to the raise and I'm spending all that, how am I supposed to save for this event? Because these characters are coming so quick, I, I feel like none of them are, have the ISO 8. What should I do in that situation, Mr. Hartgrave? Calm down. Okay. <laughs> I'm calm. Okay. I, I, I think that's the first step, though, right? Or is that it? I think that's it. I mean, okay. I, I don't Just know where the... I think green is pretty plentiful. Um, I, I don't think I'm alone on this. I I'm, I have like 200 it's, of each kind of green crystal. I wish I was. I got like, I got like thousands of certain crystals, yeah. but then there's like a focus one that I'm missing that I have two okay. of, and it's like uh, mines are. I wish I had an even distribution of all my ISO eight greens. I got weird distributions, and I got thousands of some, and like less than 10 of other ones and it's i guess it's i weird. guess what you have to do then is really micromanage your uh your isotope 8 crystals because that's what i do i'll go in and meticulously make sure that i'm always farming the one that's lowest and it takes me some time i gotta really hunt down which ones are the lowest and make sure i remember which nodes to farm yeah, it i mean it's if hard. i was ahead of the curve if i had uh if i wasn't sure. so behind on these characters that don't have the iso 8 that that seems like a smart plan but that's not where i'm at right now <laughs> I feel so behind. It's the apocalypse has made me so behind this year on all this stuff. I used to stay ahead. I used to farm the next character that's coming. So yeah. if we know Hulkbuster was coming, he's a protector. Make sure I got all the protector stuff. Yeah. Now I'm like so far behind with everything. I can't even plan you know ahead with all did? this stuff. 
Do you know what messes you up? What messes what? you up when it comes to this stuff is when you when you actually buy characters. This game punishes you for buying characters. Well, because they want you to buy everything, not yeah. just the character. They want you to buy everything associated yeah. with the character. You're hitting all the other bottlenecks. It's the, the team it's the upsell. Here's the character. Oh, you you want to you use the character? Here's some more stuff you could buy. Oh, you want to use them right now? Even buy even more stuff. It's See, I don't I don't fall for it. I I just stay behind. I just calm down. Yeah, I let right, right. it walk over the I think I think that's a theme <laughs> of this topic here. Calm down with all this stuff. Let's move on to these new advanced options now. When we we're talking about this last week, when we saw the data mines for this, uh, I think in some some certain areas, these advanced options going to full auto would be good. Like in arena, if you accidentally walk away from an arena match after 20 seconds, I could have used that today. I was on I was on stream or an arena match, and I actually uh, pretty much won the match. At that point, we went. I was answering a question. I if it went to auto, we would have won the match, but it ended up timing out because I forgot what I was doing. It could be very, very good in the Greek raids as well. But as far as autoplay going in the normal raids, autoplay going in war, not not the best thing. So have you equipped this? And if so, was this a positive experience for you or was this a negative or was it a wash? I think it's like a super casual kind of thing that, that like if you're a super casual player, you might get some use out of this. But at my level of this game, uh, if I let it go to auto, I'm going to lose what I wish would happen, that we could equip it for different modes. So raid, arena, war. I would equip the arena one. I would not equip the war. I would not equip the raids. Yeah, I think that is how it works. I think you can. Yeah, is you it... can. You get to select them all. Yeah, individually. It, you, it's individual? Yep. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. So I, I, I'm gonna, you can, you can, I, I didn't even look at it. I'm going to select the arena one. I'm going to turn off the war. I'm going to turn off the raids. I, I, so this is a good feature that they separated like that. So thank you for that. All right. Let's talk about character availability. I know you I know you recently did a video on character availability. They're not coming fast enough. Our backlog seems to be it's been going down slightly, but we still have a huge backlog of these characters from earlier this year. And even late last year, we still don't have them. Uh the Red Star store availability, the them going to the Elite Store used to happen after a couple weeks. Now we're waiting months and months and months for characters to arrive in the Elite Store. What needs to be changed about this system in order to make it, uh, in order to make Scopely get their goals that uh, gives that FOMO and also give the players a little more enjoyable experience? What what can be changed for this? I think what we need, I think what they're doing now is is fine where they're trying to catch up. Every week, we want to see a character availability and a red star availability section of this blog. If we don't see this every week, then we have problems. But if it's there every week, that's fine. Going forward, underlying issue is that Marvel Strike Force to have standards that we can hold them accountable to. I, they've never had standards. They've never said like a character is going to come out and after this many months, it'll be available this way. And after this many months, it'll be available that way. And it will never be unfollowable. We're never, we're never going to get that. They rely on the FOMO marketing. We're not going to get that. They, I think they after know four it years, would be more drop it. it. I think even if it's just internal, like I don't, they don't need to necessarily even share that with us. But I don't even think they have internal standards. Which I mean, is honestly, insane. for me, I can't speak for entire community. That would make me purchase a little bit more. I would be yeah. a little more free to spend. All right, I could I could purchase this character. It's going to be available by that date. Cool. Yeah. All right, this character is not going to be available for months. Confidence. Yeah, I would like that. Oh, this character is not available for six months. Oh, I got to buy this character right now. Oh, this character is yeah. coming in a couple weeks. Um, 
all right, I'll buy this character now because I could farm this character and build them up in a couple weeks. I mean, there's logic for both buying early if you know the standard, but I don't think Scopely thinks that way. I, it's crazy because that's how like Kickstarter games work, right? Like I know that that's not gonna be available. They're too like, big. They're too big to worry about. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, like that's how it works. That FOMO can work even if you inform your, you know, buying public what the deal is. You know, yeah. here's what you can buy now, and then you won't be able to buy it later. Oh, call. You're not gonna farm them for a year. Really? Oh, I'm gonna buy extra yeah. offers for call. There you go. Man, if they told us what was going to happen to the Eternals and how important that team was going to be, I think I think even people like me who don't spend at all might have been like, man, maybe I should just go ahead I and... I and don't think they fun. tested the Eternals. I don't think they had any idea how strong they were going to be. They intended to release five Eternals, and then there was just Cersei and Icarus like, yeah, they were stronger than well, we thought. We'll have to I wait to release the much. other three Eternals. That's why we only got two Eternals for the movie with like eight, ten of them. You know, we only got two of them. See, that's their the problem. Plans, they plans, don't know what they're doing. Right. This is the problem with they don't even know internally what they're doing. They don't have any standards. And that's that's what I think they need to get in place here. Just for every part of the game that seems it's broken. It's surprising that this game is this successful and lasted for this long with such low quality standards from it's some, an of the, IP, some, man. some of the we just we just love marvel this much that we're willing to put up with this garbage and, as much, and honestly as much complaining as we do about this game this is the only game that's kept my interest for this long really yeah you know i've tried to play yeah. other games and none of them has kept my interest for longer than a few months and this as much complaining we do this this, this I, I enjoy this game at the heart and, of the and game I enjoy I complaining about why. it i hope to get it better <laughs> The, the reason why it's a shame is because, yeah, at its heart, the, the core mechanics of the game, the systems, are all fairly good. I mean, most of them are kind of stolen from other games. They stole from good games. And it, it, they have created an interesting blend of, you know, gameplay. Yeah. But they're just so fixated on, you know, cash grabbing that I think that that part gets lost for sure. Agreed. Agreed. All right. I want to see what you're going to do. Are you hoarding your Chaos Theory silver and gold promo credits? Are you spending them? Are you targeting certain characters? What are you doing in the Elite Store right now? I know we're not getting a lot of characters there, but are any older characters that you're still looking to target in that store? I wish I could do something with them, but but yeah, the way the Elite Store needs to go away. Uh, this yes, is, it does. This is a huge, it just needs yes, to it go does. away. Yes, it does. I hate it. Let's directly promote characters because. I'm sitting on like 500 silver, 700 gold, and uh, I can't even make stupid decisions because the characters don't even show up. Hey, that I Mr. Hardgrave, do you remember the days that as soon as a character was added to the, uh, th they were uh, in the game as far as you could purchase them, they're right in the Elite Store on day one? Yeah. So that means a couple days ago, we would have had Hulkbuster already in the Elite Store. Do you remember those days? And they did this update to try to improve the store, but they made that aspect worse. And it's it's been this trashy ever since and have to wait for these stupid Red Store availability updates. And yeah. Yeah. And that, I, just, I would I, be happy if they brought that back. Just I, screw this. Screw the screw the backlog. Screw the wait period. Just go yeah. right to the Elite Store. I think so. I, I, just give us the ability right from the roster screen to apply red stars like we do with gear, like we do with levels. And then, yeah, what I was saying is like it makes no sense because they have these offers for silver credits and gold credits. Why would I buy those if I, I don't know when I can use them? Like they're assuming that I'm going to go in there and refresh the store. You're not going to. 
But people that don't watch this channel, that don't uh, follow the game, they might buy it, you know? Oh, man. There's a lot of players in Marvel Strike Force, and only a certain small percent watch the YouTube content creators and things like that. So they're they're the ones that's going to buy all that stuff, not us, not you. That's not I, for I us. Think, I think people buying gold promo credits know what the game is, and they know, and I don't think they buy them as much because they know how difficult it is to actually use them. Oh, you don't you don't think it's like all right, this sucks. Let me just buy it. Let me let me get the last one because it's it's there. If I they could, could I don't have if to it was it. actually in the elite store to buy, but you might have to wait for you know weeks or months for it to show up or spend so many cores refreshing that store for it to 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 arrive. The character that you wanted to drop, you know, seven or six red on. Here's the solution. Nobody spend cores refreshing these stores. Damn the store right. will go away, and then we'll get the character promotions that we want. Nobody's refresh that store ever again. Ever, 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 ever. They then they'll see the metrics on yep. the non-spending of power credit power cores, and they're like, all right, well, I guess we'll just go credits now. Yeah, no, we can, I we can sell more yeah. silver and gold promo credits. So yes. nobody spend power cores to refresh any of the stores anymore, especially the right. elite store. Yeah, All no, right. absolutely. And, th and that's the best way. That's why you got to think of it. Like, do you want to reinforce this behavior when you're buying an offer, when you're refreshing a store, nope, nope, spending nope, any nope. kind of money or currency in the game? Keep in mind, they can see all that stuff. They're going to track it. Like, no one plays RTA. So RTA is gone. The people do have some power. Yes, we do. That's why we complain. Despite yeah. us, like, and again, that's why I complain so much. Anyway, let's talk about some data mines here. First one, we talked about more orange gear. And according to this data mine, it says that they are updating the catalyst that we're getting. 200% more superior basic catalyst parts and a high roller milestone. So double what we're getting right now in the high roller milestone. So that is good. Uh, you're probably going to have to still spend double a lot of- two, so we're going to get four. <laughs> oh, was it two? Is there only two? This makes it sound so good. And what about 150% increase of superior catalyst parts? So that's an extra half of what we're already getting. So what yeah, what is it? Yeah, it's literally two. It's one, two, okay. and two. So now it'll be so two, four, and four. all these orange gear changes that they're talking about in the blog post that we see this data mine of, they're trying, I see they're trying to make an effort, but effectively is doing nothing, nothing to solve this orange gear crunch that we have right now. All right. Yeah, that so, that you need thousands of those. Yeah. You literally need thousands right. of those. And so they're doubling scopely. they're doubling one to two and two to four. That's okay, so crazy. Do, do you think there's a weird do you think this decimal point, Jeff? Maybe two thousand percent more? That, that there's a that reason why they didn't put the number because they know if they put the number it would look absurd. Yeah, I, I should have looked at what is actually in there before I uh really did bad. this. I'm glad well, you looked let, at it let, while we're talking about this, because it is a trash number. Uh, let me look at save the world. That's uh, just the normal save the world, I would assume. Yeah, it doesn't say the the um, the superior stat catalyst. The streak oh version God. of that. Oh, that that's ridiculous. There's only like five of those. So the oh, five so we'll is going to go to like. So we'll seven? get seven now. We're getting seven. Two and more. Another one. Two more each. Dude, I rarely go to milestone ten or eleven. You know which one is on milestone eight, which everybody gets. What armor. Oh, the one that we have thousands of. The only one that nobody needs. That is so awesome. All right. Oh, we got this is despicable. I'm sorry. This sucks. Okay. Big thumbs down for this data mine. This is a That's big horrible. fail. 
All right, we have another month-long event coming right now. Uh, it is it is about this Hulk Hunter. So let me skip ahead to this and talk about this month-long event. Abomination looks like the character that's going to be the month-long grind character this uh, the next month monster event. It's called Hulk Hunter. The Gamma Goliath Orbs containing Abomination character shards instead of direct shards. For, so for the first four of these. Uh, iterations of these uh, milestone events we've gotten direct charge the one in game right now for deathlock we got direct charge looks like it's switching it to goliath orbs this could be better this could be worse i guess it depends on what is the minimum that we're getting in these goliath orbs is that more or less than we've previously gotten uh we do know from this data mine though that these shards here the gamma goliath orbs contain abomination shards each orb contain a chance to get up to 100 shards of radioactive brawler. Do you think that are overall rewards for most people? Because most people, I think, are going to be getting close to the bare minimums. Do you think the overall rewards are going to be less for this Abomination event or more for this Abomination event than we've had in the, pre uh, in the past? I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed by this news. Um, I've asked for a clarification on this from the team all because I'm just... Uh, I don't like that they're doubling down on gambling mechanics. Um, I, I don't think that that's what we should be doing with this game. I guess it's what they're thinking about doing. Um, hopefully, it'll be the same amount. Like, I'm looking at Spider-Woman, right? Spider-Woman was the last event that was normal because Mighty Thor, I can't really gauge yeah. because like, we got two of those calendars. Yeah. But uh, Spider-Woman was normal. I ended up with four yellow stars and one out of 130 shards. How much, how much out of 130 you broke up there? 80 80 out of 130. okay so if that's the it's standard 80 80 at 80 out of 130 at four star if we end up with that for abomination at the minimum this is yeah. better and with some people getting the chance to get more it's good but i i don't some like, people are gonna I don't get like less than that some people are gonna get more this is this i don't like this i don't like yeah, gambling. i think, I think I it's guaranteed. horrible moving from a fixed number into gambling mechanics like we don't need more loot boxes in this game we have plenty of loot boxes um the the event campaign boxes you know the iron will orb those aren't that bad because your jackpot is like 24 shards it's not really game breaking it's mostly right. just, I just, hand you shards. I just wish a non-jackpot was a little better because right now it's just ultimate orb that i'm getting out yeah. of that non-jackpot oh so. yeah with all the i mean yeah are there going to be other characters in there besides abomination according to this it doesn't say that it looks like it's just abomination shards but uh so maybe it'll be like gambit maybe it'll be a way for them to give you extra stuff on top of abomination shards you know at the end of the day as long as it comes out to be you know four yellow whatever and i don't even care if i don't get the extra 80 shards heading towards the fifth star whatever okay. fine take those away but uh, as long as we get four yellow, I think I've said that for a year now or more, uh, just free to play veteran players should be given four, four stars as a standard practice. Yeah, I would agree with that, especially especially for a month long grind event like yeah. this, you know, as long as it's not uh, worse. All right. And we also looks like we have the first of the month long milestone events associated with these uh, Hulkbuster, and that's called Stark R&D process. The Hulk process here. And what this is gonna, yeah, so Stark R&D is what it's gonna be called. You're gonna get these things called mutated cells, which looks to be the thing, which was like yeah. the uh, the tech circuits or the Mjolnir fragments or the A-Force emblems. 
Looks like it's to be called mutated cells here. This imperfect serum looks to be one of the pieces for the major milestones. Now, this one is going to be a six-day milestone, batting in blitz and spending gold. So, save your gold right now. So, after, so we got to spend gold, a lot of gold for this event. After this, a lot of people are suspecting they're trying to get our gold orbs out because a gold orb buff is coming. Do you think that they're going to do another gold orb buff? Do you think they're trying to get us to spend all our gold to deplete our gold orbs? Or is just something that we have to hoard for even though they said no more hoarding i think reacting dramatically to data mines is incredibly foolish um and i think going on about you know how oh, hoard your gold and save your gold and all this crap um that's crazy this is mostly going to be a blitz event we all know that the spending gold portion um i don't think it's going to be more than like a half a million a day or something okay it, that would be my speculation maybe gonna be oh if you spend six million gold a day you don't have to blitz i i, I don't know who knows um uh, but just recent gold spending um events have been very very minor um, okay nothing you wouldn't normally do i think one million a day was what you were looking at for gold i think the last gold spending event that we had people in my alliance literally beat it in the first 10 minutes it was like basically okay. spent three million gold total and they were like done so it okay. could be a very minor amount of gold. So a lot of, with a lot of these events, it's uh, they're pretty easy if there's no character shards associated. I don't see any character shards associated with this event. Uh, it may be very easy. The blitz that you have to do and yeah. the gold that you have to spend. What are you? What is you? What are your predictions as far as the blitzing that you do? Four rotations a day to hit all this. Less, more. Yeah, where, where are you falling is, on this? Uh, yeah, blitzing is going to be tricky because usually these require quite a bit of blitzing. Um, the ones that require teams at certain uh, tier levels. I'm just going back to some of my old math on this. So, but some it of is them actually, don't. If you, if you have those teams that are required yeah. at either that star level or that gear level, it requires very, very little blitzing if you're using your refreshments just on that team. All right. You know what? I'm looking back at Blazing Sun. That's the one where you had to have Wakanda, the high tier. And um, actually with hardcore blitzing, you could complete that in one day. Okay. Okay. So, so this, one's, this one's probably not a huge grindy event. This is not one of no. the more grindy events for this uh, uh, Hulk Hunter milestones. But uh, maybe the gold spending ready. would really offset how much blitzing needs to be done, which I think could be really positive. Like, hey, if you spend, you know, two million a day, then you only have to do, you know, like, um, you know, like 100 blitz wins a day instead of 300. That'd how be much, great. Just out of curiosity, how much gold are you spending a day on average? On average, um, I mean, I'm trying to stick to 1 million, but okay, okay. I don't really need to because I have 400 gold orbs saved up. So I think most days I'm spending around 2 million. Oh, man. I've been I've been topping off going over the milestones on some days just because I've been wow. so far behind trying to get my Bionic <laughs> Avengers up, trying to get my hero Asgardians up, trying to build some other teams. and just Too many teams. I don't have a... There's a lot of teams I need, Mr. Hartgrave, and I'm, I'm, I'm using them, so... All right, I'm using a lot of gold, and and it's expensive to build characters up to their proper levels, and trying to do that with entire teams just costs yeah. a lot. So, yeah, um, especially going to level ninety now or whatever level you're at, it it, it gets really pricey. Towards just the top. one level is over five hundred k gold, so yeah. yeah, it gets very expensive. Now, uh, one more thing. This is about non-Marvel Strike Force stuff, but it's about Marvel stuff. 
She-Hulk, released on Disney Plus today. Uh, I've talked to you before, and you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but what is your hype level for She-Hulk? No spoilers, guys, because neither of us seen it. What is your hype level, and what are your expectations for this series? I'm actually really excited. I'm going to make my family watch it tonight, and I, I think they're going to enjoy it. Like yeah. other Marvel shows that I've made them watch. So More I think Miss, Wait, you didn't wait to watch Miss Marvel, right? I, I tried to make him watch a little bit of Miss Marvel, but yeah, nobody really uh, took to that one. Not even me. Are, are you expecting... Uh, where Where is this going to fall for you as far as Marvel series? Somewhere near the top? Uh, somewhere Miss Marvel levels? Loki level? Where were you hoping this is going to be i mean obviously hoping where you think this is going to be falling into as far as marvel disney plus shows yeah i think it's going to be hard to be loki with me uh because i really really like that so maybe right underneath it i think it's a good sign how many movie actors they get to be in yeah. in the show i think that raises yeah, the quality of it there's a lot in this yeah. one there's a lot of cameos in this one so i think it's going to be a good one as well yeah I yeah, think I mean, for I mean, me, Tim I think Rothen it's going to be in the top. I think for me, it's going to be in the top three. Yeah, just absolutely. just by what I've seen in the trailer, the cameos that I uh, that they've already announced, the uh, some of the things at the premiere, and uh, you know, I've, I've heard people really enjoy it that have watched it. So, yeah, I'm, I think it is going to be near the top. Let me know where you think this show is going to be for you. But that is it for us, Mister Hartgrave. Any any other final comments before we finish wrap up here? Uh, I guess I could plug stuff. I'm on yes. YouTube. I'm on Twitch. Do it. Yes. Anything else? Any there other events go. going on uh, coming up? Because the links are down below, guys. Make sure you go over to his YouTube and his Twitch channel. Give him a follow. Give him a subscribe. All that stuff. Anything else that you have coming up this week? Yeah, nothing this week. But I do have some stuff planned on the horizon. We did hit 10,000 subscribers on my channel. Nice. And, uh, I still haven't really properly. Congratulations, brother. Bigger. Yeah, thank you. I usually do something bigger to kind of celebrate milestones. So we're, we're working on something. So come on I by. Think, I think we did a video when you we had a, your last milestone, right? Yeah, we did like a wrestling video about. or something, right? All right. Well, we'll have to do something again, Mr. Hargrave. You let me know. Uh, that should be coming up as channel. So make sure you subscribe. And if you have not already subscribed to this channel, hit that subscribe button for more great Marvel Strike Force content. We do a weekly news update on Marvel Strike Force every single week. So if you have not already hit that uh, subscribe button and that notification bell, do it. You will not regret it. Check me out on Twitter because that is where I post most of my stuff. And uh, yes, Twitch every single weekday morning, guys, for the Valley Club in the morning. I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day. Mr. Hartgrave, are you ready for this fist bump? Oh, there it is. It's the fist bump from the dark side, guys. Have a great one. Hulk fist bump. Valley flat out. I'll see you guys next time. Have a great week. <laughs>